0: There's plenty of fish in the sea. But the sea is full of trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bitch. let it drop. Welcome back to another episode of Two Pisces, a dating and relationship podcast for emotionally unavailable millennials. I'm your host, Bianca Neilshaw, And instead of having my usual co-host, India Gooding, I've got a special little Virgo joining us today. I've got the talented singer and songwriter, Chloe. Now, Chloe is an OG Northern Beaches girl who I've known for a very, very long time. And she's just collabed with the amazing homewares brand Sheridan and their exciting new collection with a campaign called where dreams are made now the gender neutral bedding collection is all about giving gen z's and millennial australians a place to kind of rediscover that importance of having a place to sleep and And dream and create. So in dating and relationships you've obviously got to love yourself before you can love anyone else. So we've got the amazing Chloe on today talking about self-care and self-love and how to create those safe spaces for yourself. We'll chat about the collaboration with Sheridan as well as chatting about the exciting stuff that's happening in Chloe's life at the moment including her upcoming Australian tour and her new single Cry and Drive totally hit me in the feels. Can't wait for you guys to hear it. I hope you love this interview. Enjoy. I don't think a lot of our listeners would know, but we're both Northern Beachians and we actually went to primary school together. We went
1: to primary school together. And I think, when I think back to like growing up, I spent so much time at your house. Yes, literally. Like playing games and running around the house and playing hide and seek. And like, yeah, it's it's, I have such vivid memories.
0: Isn't that funny? Yeah. So you're so you were in my sister's year, and then I was in your younger brother's year. And I see him regularly. I see him randomly, just like around Northern Beaches. I'm like, hello, where have you been all my life? How are you? (laughs) but for those who obviously like everyone knows that you're an Australia singer and songwriter but for those who haven't been graced with your amazing music describe yourself we already know that you're a Virgo describe yourself and I guess a little bit of an elevator pitch of yourself and I guess your artist journey and where you've where you come from
1: yeah well I'm from northern beaches Mm -hmm. I've my whole life after when I finished high school that's when I went over to LA and started my writing journey because I'm a Mm. singer-songwriter um so yeah I just kind of jumped into any recording session I could get into and collab with anyone who would want to and at that time not many people did because I kind of you know I was very new and starting out so Mm. I a lot of it on my own and then slowly slowly starting started to as you like to say slink my way in yes slink um, your way in (laughs) to the music industry over there um and I kind of found my sound in that dark pop world uh and I I finally started writing songs that I felt very true to myself and then I started releasing them and the rest is history
0: I had like a flashback um to a couple years ago when we were at a party together and it was at our good friend Millie Dawson's she also has
1: a great podcast as well
0: so we can yes we'll plug 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 but we were at her place and I remember it's just when tough love came out so I think that was either 2017 or 2018 I I feel like it was 2017 yeah and I remember all of us listening to the music and you were kind of like bopping in the background but all of us were like I'm obsessed oh we were obsessed with it. it But oh. I feel like we've almost, um, I guess that's the amazing thing about the Northern Beaches is that yeah. it's, it's such a community and I guess I've been following you your whole career anyway because I've known you very well. But, like, it's, it's nice to be able to be at parties and be like, oh, my God, I know her.
1: Oh, my God, ooh, no. Ooh, <laughs> I hate it. I feel like grandma at the back with my Moscato.
0: Yeah, I'm your like, Moscato yeah. just singing and all of I'm us are, like, floor. singing and dropping to the floor. I I love it. I love it so much. So fast forward from Tough Love, obviously being in LA, you've had a busy couple of weeks um, because you're preparing for your new Mm -hmm. single Cry and Drive. It's got an amazing story behind it. This episode's actually going to come out the day before your release party because you're doing a release party on Thursday. So this is going to be perfect. It will link Right in. Um, tell everyone, I guess, the story behind the single and why it holds such a special place in yeah. your heart.
1: I mean, for a couple of reasons. I wrote this song um, after my grandma passed away in December last year. And I was just like bawling my eyes out on the way home from the hospital because I was there with my mum and my sister. And I was on the phone to my boyfriend and he was like, Chloe, please like pull over. It's really not safe to. I was like, quite unconsolable. I was like, <laughs> and he's like, pull over and i just kind of kept what he said in my head and it was only until i had a, a session where i felt like i was like ready to kind of talk about it and delve into it that i brought it up with uh, my co-writers and i don't know i kind of felt like in a more broad way as well mm. just like this year this past year and a half of just feeling super displaced and uh, crying and just finding myself driving aimlessly trying to figure out where the heck I'm going in my life just in my just in general just because it's it's really um thrown a spanner in the works of a lot of people you know in the arts and creative industry I mean and everyone in general for sure Um, so I think it also leans into that as well of just feeling quite um, alone and and driving in the car and I think a lot of people that's their their space where they do do a lot of their processing and grieving and crying and screaming and laughing or whatever so it's, it's quite a personal space uh, yeah so and yeah but this is mainly for my grandma.
0: Yeah and you shared a really beautiful um, it was the last voicemail that your grandma sent yeah. to you which is amazing that you're sharing it with your audience yeah. but I really loved. I guess when I was reading through it, it just felt incredibly raw. Obviously, talking about your grandma, but talking about that displacement during COVID, because as you said, so many people were feeling like, yeah. Yeah. And what's life
1: to kind of just put it a halt, and you had you could do nothing about it.
0: Exactly, and it was, and I think, yeah, you said that driving was that safe space for you because you were like, I need to be going Going somewhere, which I think is incredibly powerful to be able to say you know to yourself as an individual and go okay that that's really cool that I can identify with that but yeah I mean
1: there's uh, a shame behind it I don't mm. I I have zero embarrassment or any you know kind of I want to make it look like I've got like my shit together because I didn't and I don't think anyone really did (laughs) for a long time Um, I completely agree Yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm glad it came across that way. Thanks, Gail.
0: Yeah, and I guess going to, you know, whether it was driving in the car or, you know, uh, hanging with your family, what were kind of those self-care and self-preservation rituals that kind of shaped your 2020 but also like going into 2021 now? What kind of kept you, I guess, happy and healthy and creating? during COVID?
1: Having um, a good space at home where I felt like I could create because I couldn't go to any recording studios or collaborate um, with other artists. So I had to do just Zoom recording sessions. So I had to make sure that my bedroom was a good space where I felt clear in my head, but creative as well. Yeah, so that was my, like, domain and my, my, my place that kind of kept me sane because I could feel good, but also if I felt crappy, I could just go to bed. But if I felt inspired, I could tap into that. And, yeah, it was, it was a good, that was my, like, spot. For,
0: for my bedroom, my bed, for a yeah. My bed. I stayed in my bed this whole entire <laughs> time. My bed.
1: I, I was like, Willy Wonka's, I mean, what's his Charlie? What are, Charlie the, the Chocolate Factory. His <laughs>
0: his grandparents, grandparents. That was me for 2020. Oh, dude, that is such a schmood. That is a total mood of 2020, yeah. just being oh comfy. But I, I guess that leads into like the collaboration that you've done with yeah. Sheridan. Is that. Yeah. I guess like millennials, even from a standpoint of being creative and working so many millennials as well as different age groups are working from home and some people don't have the luxury of having, you know, a home office or they might have, you know, kids and the bedroom is kind of that safe space, not only to sleep, but also to re-energize and be creative how do you think your bedrooms kind of shaped your creative journey in general? So obviously you Mm, being in your bed 24 seven, but like, you know, is that where you get ideas? Like where, how does your bedroom shape you?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It, it, like what you said before about like how, um, what you know, what I posted with Raw, I think, you know, everything's just stripped back. My, like my bedroom is quite minimal and because I can't handle that like, the clutter because then yeah. I can't actually think. So to get that like raw vulnerable side, like that's what I need to be able to access that like part of my brain. Because um, mm-hmm. if it's too cluttered and if it's too, you know, messy or whatever, I'm just, I, I, I can't think and I don't want to create. At all, so yeah, it's quite minimal. Just so I have space in my head,
0: space to be comfy, but also to just go. Okay, I've got to get my shit together. Like, yeah, I need yeah, some room. room. What's the setup of your room? Do you have like I? Because you're a singer and songwriter, so like, yeah. do you have like do you have your computer set up? Do you have a piano? Like, what's the kind of vibe? I did have. A, I bought this like beautiful upright, all covered started but that another
1: house, but which is a bit of a shame. But you know no, my bedroom is just I've got a, a queen bed. I've got a cute little bedside table where I keep my like notepad or anything that I like just so I can jot down because a lot of the time stuff come like as you're falling asleep. Yeah. <laughs> my brain is just like going and going and so I know that I won't remember it in the morning so I'll just jot stuff down. I have a record player because I love records. And oh, amazing. Things. And it's so good because you can't like skip Like you have to just listen and be in the present and it slows your brain and your body down.
0: I love that you have a record player in your room. It just shows obviously that you are incredibly musical having that in your room because a lot of people might have it in their living room or something, but it just shows that importance of music in your room.
1: Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be there.
0: What's on your record player at the moment? What are kind of your favourite records that you listen to? Right now in the police. Roxanne, Yes.
1: don't stand so close to me i think is the last one that was playing
0: oh amazing i always think about the police whenever i go to a party because you put on that song whenever it says roxanne or green light you're like drink yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah. yeah. put on the yeah 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 that's that's hilarious as soon as you're like the police i was like yes drinking uh
1: (laughs) drinking games (laughs) oh (laughs) i love in you
0: I love, I love it.
1: it. I need to get some from you and put it into my soul. I feel like an 80-year-old.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're not an 80-year-old, doll. You're a Virgo. You just like what you like. Mm-hmm. Our favourite bedding and homewares brand, Sheridan Australia, have just launched their exciting new capsule collection called
1: Where Dreams Are Made. The gender neutral bedding capsule collection is a first for the brand, designed for Gen Z and millennial Australians like you and me, who are discovering the importance of having a space to sleep, dream and create. As millennials and Pisceans who love their own space, we understand better than most that your bedroom is more than just a place to sleep. It's a place where you can dream big, feel safe and think of what's next. With vibrant colours, natural fibres and textured finishes, the new collection will add interest to any bedroom space. They've made styling your bedroom simple with six curated looks. Explore the capsule to find your favourite or mix and match to suit your own unique style. Head to sheridan.com.au to check out the collection today. We'll pop the link in our show notes.
0: Career-wise, you've got an Australian tour coming up. Very, very exciting. Back to normal, being able to perform in front of people. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm That's... really excited. It's, I mean, it's still still at capacity, which is, yeah. you know, we're getting there. I'm still, I'm, I'm so grateful and lucky that I get to play music when I know, like, around the world, not a lot of people are, are allowed to do that yet. I'm really excited because I only played one show last year in Sydney, and that was a sit down um, part of the Great Southern Nights that the government was kind of helping with. I'm going to Perth, Adelaide, doing a Sydney show, Melbourne. I'm doing a festival in Brisbane, uh, oh. Newcastle, in Hong Kong. so yeah, there's, there's quite a few shows. I'm really excited.
0: Amazing. And guys, if you want to grab tickets, you can just head to Chloe's website. I guess that would be the major difference between performing in 2020, having that sit down. You've still got the capacity now, but you can actually like, people can dance and boogie.
1: Yeah. It was so awkward with everyone sitting down. I was like, oh my God, they hate. They hate it, they hate me. I don't know what they're feeling. They're just sitting there. It was a very, it was a struggle mentally because you just, it's very one-sided when you're just up there and then they're just sitting down there. But when everyone's up and like feeling it and dancing, it's a collaborative experience.
0: It's interesting. I I actually did um, an interview with Georgia Mack from Camp Cope a couple of months ago for our millennial diary series, and she was mm. chatting about how she was doing all of these live streams that were like they were virtual festivals, and God. she was saying that it was very one-sided. But it almost having that, I guess, video and not having, she could kind of do whatever she wanted because she's like, well, no one's actually here. Like, I think yeah. she had her vibrator in the background or something, and she's like, Love whatever. It. Love
1: it. Who cares? I'm like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I've got my like underwear in my washing behind me. It's fine.
0: Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. You guys can't see this anyway. She's like, I'm just going to say Chloe's room. uh, There's blue there. There's a, you know, there's an elephant behind there. There's like lots of random things.
1: (laughs) So many random, beautiful things. I'm like, no, there's a lamp and a couch. (laughs) A beige lamp and a beige
0: couch. (laughs) A beige lamp and a beige couch. couch. That's hilarious. Oh, my god. a beige table. But you're not a beige gal. Like you've done some pretty amazing stuff in your career obviously you're over in LA you released a song with cheat codes who I, I love,
1: love I'm sorry that was the best segment oh no it's
0: my it's not my first rodeo I love I love doing a bit of a segue and I'm like how can I just like sink this in but like love it I was like you know what's not beige you <laughs> <laughs> guys we're like pointing at each other we're going you you, you, you. You are not beige. You're not beige. You are colourful and beautiful. Thank you, though. That's all good, darling. But, like, you have done amazing stuff. You've recorded heaps of amazing songs. You did the Like A Version with Triple J, which is yeah. on repeat. If you know oh. my friend, my good friend Maddie, she loves you as well and she literally listens to Zombie on oh. repeat. Oh,
1: that's so nice. I'm so glad people liked it. That was pretty cool.
0: Oh. It was, um, it was scary because it's such an iconic song. And I was like, um, yeah,
1: I better and stuff this.
0: No, but it was fantastic. And I was even going through all of the comments because I was just like, because like people can be trolley and oh. mean, but like,
1: oh no, those like aversions can be brutal, like yeah. so brutal. And so it's either you either kill it or you are just hammered. And it's Mm. like, it's one or the other. And I mean, I was pretty lucky. I had a few, you know, ones here and there, but I was, uh, for the most part, I was pretty lucky.
0: Yeah. 90% of the comments were just absolutely fantastic. And everyone was like, wow, I don't know if I wanted I didn't know if I wanted to hear a cover of this song and then I heard it and then it was amazing. And you're like, yes. No, well, I
1: think that the key maybe for it, I mean, I don't know, it's just like flipping it because then you can't compare it to the original and then it's in a different world. And that's what the whole point of it is. It's like a version. It's a version of the song. So
0: yeah. Ex- exactly. Fun. Besides, I guess the amazing stuff that you've done, you've done, you know, like a version, been on Triple J, you've recorded a song with Cheat Codes, You've performed yeah. uh you know internationally domestically, what would you say if you had to pinpoint kind of a career highlight so far? What do you think it would be? touring with Maroon Five was sick, yes,
1: but on a deeper level, probably having doing a show and having my family there I did a like a sold out headline show in at Oxford Art Factory and having my mm-hmm. family there was definitely a highlight because for so long they've been supporting this weird dream of mine and i didn't have i've never done something like that before to where they could see that oh it's kind of working maybe that was pretty that was like a highlight for me having them all there to to see that you know, cause it's hard. Like you don't know what, you know, as a parent, it'd be like, what? Oh God. Like the music industry. Oh you God. Know, she's actually... a creative. Oh my gosh. Oh God. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. So it was really cool for them to see that, it, you know, I'm actually doing it. Yeah. So that was a big, big highlight for me.
0: Yeah. Amazing. And I guess, because I know your family very well, like you've got a big family and you always yeah. look like whenever I've seen stuff whether you've been on tv or you know support over social media you just can really see the love within your family
1: yeah we do we do really care for each other i think it's important to have people really supportive people around you like i mean you know my dad's a pharmacist my Mm. sister's in pharmacy my brother's in pharmacy as well and so i don't feel an ounce of you know them wanting me to do that, or, or, or feeling that I should. They're so supportive. My dad's like, mm. "Please go," you know. And so I, I, I really don't ever take for granted that ever. Because yeah. a
0: lot
1: of people I know don't have that, which sucks.
0: It does so, suck, but it's nice having that family support. But even to go further and saying, you know, we're going to support you no matter what. Like it's the no matter what. I think that's it's really the no matter what.
1: And like people for my shows, like they never let me put them on the guest list. They always buy
0: tickets and. That's mad. Oh yes. Take take your brother's money. Take your sister's <laughs> money. Take them take it all, doll. Take it
1: all. I know I hate it. I'm like, guys, I put you on the guests. It's like, nope, that is not what we do. Oh, oh this is so
0: cute. But I guess my last question that a couple of my listeners have been asking everyone, I'd be like, what should I ask, Chloe? What do you want me to ask? The major thing was in the realm of kind of self-love and self-care as a millennial yourself, what grounds you or what are your kind of top tips for looking after yourself?
1: Probably getting offline. When I mean online, I mean just like social media, just in your place mm. every, every day. So that's definitely a way to, you know, look after yourself and your soul, pick up a book. Even just have my record player, like it's Like it's great in that way that it's not fast. Like when you're on, you streaming or whatever, you can can be really fast and keep skipping through stuff and your brain is just constantly like this and going, going, going. I mean, but this is for my personality type. It's different for everyone, but to keep my peace um, and to protect it is yeah, definitely jumping offline and being with nature. I love like the beach. We've been so lucky to grow up around here. So nature, any, any sort of grounding experience I'm all about.
0: Yeah. I love that. And stepping away from social media for sure. I even just like waking up in the morning, there's a certain it's brain activity. It's like within the first eight minutes of you waking up, your brain activity is almost programmed for the day. And I guess, a major thing when, because we've got, you know, everything in our iPhones from our alarms to contacts, whatever, it's even looking at your phone. Like I've really made an effort in my own life to, you know, as soon as I turn off my alarm, I put my phone down and I just sit. and I'm like, okay. And then maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. The 100%, yeah. Like me and my partner at one point we were, our alarms are going off and we were checking our emails in bed and it was so bad because I didn't even say good morning to him. Like, for a while. Like we'd just be like, roll over, check it. And then after like 10 minutes, I'd be like, hey. And we'd both been awake for so long. So we have a rule now. No, no emails in bed. No, like we, we get up and that's it. And then like see the little things. But I don't know. Doing the, the campaign with Sharon was really good because it cleared my head and put the importance back into to what it is to just really look after yourself and mm. Um, because that's the space that you spend so much of your time so 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 much of your time and it's just nice to have a good bedroom
0: yeah for sure so good. the sheets are so good <laughs> I know well we're doing a little giveaway for our listeners we're actually giving away oh. some of the sheet sets so you can even try win some more if you want <laughs> I
1: love that. They're so good because you get their collection. You can mix and match. So they like last for a really long time, which is great. And they're like gender neutral. So like, you know, if you live with someone and, you know, the colours will, will work for, for both of you. So it's really cool.
0: Amazing. And I actually was at our local mall the other day. You know what mall I'm talking about? Um, um, okay.
1: <laughs> I was there today.
0: Did you see the Sheridan I shop?
1: It. I saw it. Oh my god! That was the weirdest thing ever.
0: Oh, it's amazing. So to give you guys a bit of a uh, what Chloe and I would be looking at in the mall, it's pretty much the Sheridan store, and then just a huge poster of Chloe, and she looks so cute. There's like these beautiful peach kind of sheet set in the uh, capsule oh, collection wow. that they've done, and she's just like on top, like I'm an angel, like cloud. <laughs> I look so young, I'm like. <laughs> no, you look at ease, Funny. don't you think? You just look like, this is me.
1: Clouds and I'm like, just chilled, just chilled. How, so, how did they come up good. with the
0: aesthetic for that? Did they, did you have like any creative input or they just, the Sheridan team were just like, this is what well, we're picturing?
1: Sheridan Sheridan were just like super on it with that, like they nailed it. Like mm. it was, it was awesome. Like, you know, we, we were, couple part of it as well but they aesthetically like they came up with you know and and I, I don't know if you saw um the other um shots as well but there's mm. like the backgrounds behind us were really cool like they they were on like a massive sheet and then like the bed was in the middle um, it was oh. really cool it was with Liv um Liv Houston and yes Jamie, um, Jamie Priest.
0: They're both amazing. They're really, really cool. And I was like, it's like, I recognize Liv from somewhere. And then I was like, oh my God, Santa Clarita Diet with Drew Barrymore. I was like, it's her. I'm obsessed. Oh, really? Yeah. I I've was like,
1: that. I know I saw it. The- i in the States for so long.
0: It's That's so, so crazy. funny. What was yeah. it like hanging out with them? Were you shooting with them or was it like COVID? Yeah. Like, How did that work?
1: I was shooting with them, but we were just, there were so many different parts to the shoot that we were all just missed each other the whole time. Mm. It was like, someone was on the bed, someone else was doing interviews and the other one was on the bed and then the, it was so fast. So I didn't even really get to chat to them, but I did say hi and they were both lovely.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that. Okay. But thank you. Thank you so much for like just coming on you're to have having
1: having any no. yarn. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. You're amazing and you're doing such a good thing. Thanks for giving us us uh, an opportunity to chat.
0: Oh, thank you, darling. That warms my heart.
1: No, seriously. It's hard to find, you know, opportunities to to chat and you know be creative and talk about work and what's coming yeah. up
0: well thank you so much and enjoy the rest of your week. Thank Sending you love and kisses from literally what, like two suburbs away and then soon the same suburb.
1: And it's hilarious. It's so funny. Maybe I'll see you Walking along Pitwater
0: Road. Very excited for Cry and Drive to come out. I will be listening. I'll be waiting with bated breath.
1: Thank you so much. I'm really excited.
0: Speak to you very, very soon. Bye. Bye. It was an absolute pleasure speaking to the amazing Chloe. She's such an incredible soul. If you guys want to connect with her, you can jump onto Instagram and follow her at I am Chloe, which is C-X-L-O-E. And you can also jump onto her website with the same spelling, so Chloe.com, and you can listen to her new single, Cry and Drive, on Spotify. Can't wait for you guys to listen to it. Thank you so much for listening in from one Pisces and a Virgo. Take care of yourselves this week and just keep swimming. Yeah, bitch, let it, let it drop.